look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're here with Dave and Faisal on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. You know, Faisal, we talk a lot a bit about, um, about Canadians and maybe their financial literacy and how well they're thinking about managing, understand uh, their finances and whatnot. And we've got a new poll out. It says nearly two-thirds of Canadians are in the dark about managing the care and finances of their aging parents. So it's not just about your finances, but it's about your parents the uh, the role that they're going to play, their estate, what it's going to look like. So their we just issues. made it a little bit more complicated. Oh, it is complex, for sure. Yeah. For sure. We've got a terrific guest to help us understand this particular uh, their poll and the findings. Dave Nicholson, Vice President of Imperial Service at CIBC. Dave, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. So let's just talk a little bit about the poll. Uh, maybe give us a high level of, uh, of what some of the key findings were in this particular area. For sure. It's, it's interesting. We asked Canadians uh, what's concerning them the most as they age, and, and it, the, the top three were managing unexpected health care-related expenses, yep. uh, losing financial independence, losing the ability to make decisions around finances and so forth, or mobility. And the third one was becoming a burden to my loved ones. So while this was very, very important to people as they age, very few of them have had conversations with their kids about it, and even fewer have put in a concrete plan in, in place to uh, to address this. Now, okay, so let's sort of break this down a little bit. Um, what was the, uh, let's talk about the, in the poll, the number, sort of the biggest issue that uh, that Canadians seem to be in the dark about. You know, the the biggest one is is the impact that a loss of financial independence is going to have. And it, it, it's interesting. Ninety percent of people think that it's important to uh, to talk about these things in advance, but the conversations actually haven't happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, people people seem to understand the importance of having a will, for example, but they don't think beyond that in terms of things like a power of attorney. Uh, you know, thing, things like a, uh, a direction in terms of how they'd like their health care taken care of. Yeah, I, I think that's interesting in that it's the dynamic of that conversation is interesting, Faisal. Yeah, so, so Dave, one question here. Is it they haven't prepared the documents or they haven't discussed about the documents? It's both, and it, it's, it's kind of a sequence. So the first thing that hasn't happened is the conversation hasn't happened, and the, you, you can look at it from two ways. I think in some cases, parents are reluctant to bring up this conversation with their adult children. Conversely, the kids don't want to have the conversation with their parents because they feel like maybe it's a morbid topic. They don't want to tempt fate. Uh, they don't want their parents to think, hey, hey, I'm interfering in your finances or I'm fishing around for an inheritance here. But, but what's interesting, as we talked about before, because this is a big concern, for people's parents and you know those of us in the sandwich generation we've you know we're worried about our aging parents we're worried about our kids and so forth we can actually take the burden off of our parents by having this conversation with them it is very uncomfortable for a parent to tell their child what's going to happen in the event of their death um especially if they're not included in the plans. Yeah, or um, incapacitation. Or right? in the event of incapacitation, <clears throat> right. exactly. If, if the health directive, we call it a living will or a personal care directive, those, those 
documents outline what's going to happen. But having the conversation of what you want is a very difficult one for people to have. And so what would you say um, is a good starting point to have with your family when you want to bring this up, but you're, you're still hesitant to do the whole, the whole conversation? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's look for triggers and maybe start small. So what I mean by triggers is, is look for opportunities to bring up the conversation. So um, a health scare, we've all had health scares in our lives. So, so sometimes an illness can be a good opportunity. Hey, this health scare that we just had really made us think about what might happen in the future. So, so that could be an opening to the conversation. We've all got friends and family uh, and associates that we've heard about that have had health issues have become incapacitated, obviously have passed away. So those are great triggers. You know, look what happened to Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We should maybe start the conversation here. Yeah, and you know, it's um, the business of that conversation is different, Faisal, I think, than as you and I experience a lot, the, the, dyna- the family dynamic that often prevents, inhibits, changes the conversation, you know, that, that you're going to have, right? So it's morbid. I mean, some families don't have that relationship. Parents don't want them kids to know how much they've got. I mean, there's all kinds of family dynamics Correct. at play that Correct. that create a complication. Now, I don't know if the Dave, if the uh, the research went into this, but but did the poll um, explore what the obstacles were to having that conversation or why those conversations weren't taking place? Yeah, it, it, it got into that a little bit in terms of not wanting to, you know, really not wanting to encroach on people's privacy and so forth. And where I think, where I think people can really look to on that, because, because it is a difficult conversation to bring up, I think the services of a professional can really, really come in handy. So if, if people work with a financial advisor, that's a great starting point. And, and you mentioned working with clients. Oftentimes, a financial advisor can facilitate that family conversation and and bring it up as part of, you know, frankly, whether it's the parents or the children, as part of their estate plan, it's so important to bring the family together. Yeah, that's a terrific point. You could, well, you're doing your will if you're working with an attorney or a lawyer drafting that, that, you know, you could include that person as a facilitator as well. So there's, there's, you're right, as a professional, perhaps you can uh, take some of that pressure off of the family, that's right. right, for initiating the conversation. It's just part of the planning process. Uh, I think that's terrific. Okay, so knowing what we know out of this, um, this poll, uh, let's maybe just give some steps. If people are struggling with this, Dave, where, where, where does somebody start with this process? Uh, and maybe some tricks, tips, some uh, process steps that we can get to, to start this conversation going. For sure, yeah. It's we like to call it creating a family playbook, and it really starts with the conversation. That's the first step in the process. And when I talked earlier about baby steps, the second thing is just really having an understanding and giving your kids an understanding. Here's where my important documents are. If I have a will, here's where it is. If I have a personal directive, here's where it's registered, and so forth. So, so just understanding even simple things like, do your kids know? where you bank. Do they know if you have a safety deposit box? And then the third thing is, if you don't have those important documents, the, the will, the directive, and so forth, get them written down. And then the last steps are really incorporate that into your larger financial plan. And as I mentioned before, the family conversations are, are the great starting points. But, uh, but for everyone, and especially as people's affairs get more complex, get a professional involved, whether it's a financial advisor, whether it's a lawyer, that can be very, very important and very helpful. Good advice, Dave. Thanks for joining us today. 
My pleasure. We've been joined by Dave Nicholson. He's a vice president at Imperial Service at CIBC. Um, you know, Faisal, we, I, I find it, this piece very interesting, right? As this baby boom demographic gets older, this kind of uh, planning, right, is going to become more and more important uh, to ensure a proper transition of wealth, of assets, of taxation. This is a much broader conversation than we can obviously do justice on in, in you know, a seven or a ten minute clip. Correct, yeah. And this is where the integration of not only knowing where you are today in your financial situation, but also knowing what you want to have happen in your legacy bucket. We talk yep. about our four buckets. Those are all interconnected, and you're pulling and, and pushing from different spots. And so understanding not only your today's picture, but knowing where you want the money and, and, your, and your wishes to go tomorrow are very important and need to be worked together. So you cannot do this in silo. You need to have your team together. You need to have your tax, your legal, and your financial team working together. Now, either you have to coordinate it or you can, you can get one of your members on your team to coordinate this, but it needs to be done. And I think it's a very important piece that if you're just doing this on your own and you're, you're doing it in piecemeal, a lot of balls can drop while you're juggling these three different groups that, that you have to do. You know, what I, what I find interesting, and it's, again, another reminder that the wealth conversation at this stage of life, right, at, at retirement, living in retirement as you're aging, is a much more complex set of conversations and decisions than just, hey, what growth rate am I getting in my portfolio? There's Correct. a bunch of stuff that you need to consider. Now, we're going to talk about that particular topic um, at our upcoming seminar. Yeah, you know, how does the legacy bucket work? How does the entire four-bucket asset dedication strategy work? How do you bulletproof your retirement? How do you make sure that your goals are being achieved, that you don't run out of money, that you can have income for life? We're going to talk about that on Tuesday, May 16th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats. So please give us a call at 966-8400. That's 966-8400. Or go to our website at morethanmoneyradio.com. All right, so we've talked about why we need these types of talks with parents, about what they want for their care, what they want it to look like, and what are their options. And when should you start looking into this? We find out from the owner of Home Instead Senior Care in a couple of minutes on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.